0: Hello, friends. Welcome to Thursday, February the 2nd, and to today's episode of Enough for Today. We are one day away from the ladies' conference here at Emmanuel. so you pray there'll be about 600 ladies on site for this conference. Uh, Some great teaching and encouragement, good time of fellowship. They come from really all over the Northeast and especially New England, and uh, we're just trying to be a blessing to them, their families, and their churches. And this is our, I think this is Emmanuel's 42nd. Ladies Conference. So it's not even something I started. I inherited it. Um, Great, great group of ladies that have fostered this along and been so influential to so many for so many years. So anyway, um, we're also anticipating a great weekend. I hope you'll uh, plan to be a part of it with us at Emmanuel. Well, yesterday we read verses um, seven, eight, nine. I'm sorry, seven and eight. <clears throat> I am as a wonder. This is this is Psalm seventy-one, by the way. I am as a wonder unto many, but Thou art my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with Thy praise and Thy honor all the day. This is interesting to me where this psalm goes. Look at what it says now in verse nine. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. I feel like this psalmist is um, maybe at a at a midlife. Uh, late-life point of transition. Um, and here's why I'm feeling that, okay? First of all, he's talking about <clears throat> God being his habitation, and he's really surveying his whole life from his youth, verse 5, holding up from his the womb, his mother's bowels. Verse 7, I am as a wonder. That, that, that's to say I'm accomplished. Um, I'm respected. Uh, people view me a certain way. <clears throat> um, so in some sense, this person has arrived, okay? They, they, they've achieved um, a level of esteem from other people, but it, it, it's not gonna sustain, okay? That, that's what I'm seeing here by verse nine, okay, is that whatever this wonder that this person has experienced, there's an alternate experience. There's a counter experience that's emerging in this person's experience or mind um and and he's reckoning he's dealing with it with the Lord and that that's the key okay is life transitions processed with God God give me the right perspective what i want you to see the convergence of three experiences here okay verse 7 is the experience of success and admiration i am as a wonder unto many okay um verse 9 is the fear of the loss of that um, especially as pertaining to it was granted by God. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. Okay, Lord, I'm declining. I don't want to be cast away. Now, um, well, w- let's press in. The third experience is, verse 10, for mine enemies speak against me. They that lay wait for my soul take counsel together, saying God has forsaken him. Persecute and take him. There is none to deliver him. Okay, so uh, do you see this 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 transitional experience? In one verse, God, you've been my refuge from my youth. I am as a wonder to many. I'm strong. I'm adm- admirable. I'm achieved. I'm accomplished. I'm wealthy. Maybe I'm prominent or powerful. Uh, I'm honoring you and praising you, but now I'm transitioning into old age. Cast me not off. Forsake me not when my strength faileth for mine enemies. There are now people... Not everybody admires. Not everybody esteems. Now there's people encroaching on the success, wanting to politic and move this person out of the way and, and step in, okay? Uh, God's forsaken him. Persecute him. Take him. Now's our chance, okay? There's none to deliver him. God stepped away. God's done with that guy, okay? Do you see the, the, the layered experiences? Here's a man who's processing his whole life, or a woman who's processing whole life in light of God, but going through a transition and, admittedly, somewhat fearful. What is this transition going to look like? Um, what, is it, what does it all mean? Where is it going? That's really the question that's going on in, the, in this person's uh, heart and mind. And let me just pause and, and, and comment on this for a second. Um, when our identity is embedded in Jesus, we can go out and go through life's transitions We can endure the loss that they entail. We can embrace the new burdens and new assignments that they uh, hand us. And knowing the whole time that we are anchored in the the hands and in the plan and the providence and protection and care of our Savior. Age inevitably um, brings us through transitions where we release our grip on things that were very meaningful to us. Identity source, sources of identity, achievement, uh, temporary assignments, our roles in family life and, and in different parts of life. Um, and the more we need those things, th- I mean, really need them, the more we've tied our hearts and souls to these things, the more painful it is when God orchestrates a transition. But the counter is true. And this is, I think, the main thing this psalm is teaching us. The more we anchor, the more we preach the message to ourselves and teach ourselves that really God is our true refuge, God is our true, verse 3, strong habitation, that I can endure identity transitions and functional transitions and I can release uh, notoriety or success or achievement in some uh, arena and transition into even obscurity, if my heart is embedded in Jesus, if he is my core, strongest desire, if my greatest delight is in him, and if I really know that, um, if I've really tasted and seen that the Lord is good, then I can go through these transitions. And I'm not saying they're not still maybe painful on some level, um, but they're not uh, devastating. Uh, It's not that they're not a little bit uncomfortable. They're simply not despairing they don't take us to a point of hopelessness or purposelessness or meaninglessness or total despair or emptiness they transition us forward now listen my friend here's i feel like i'm bouncing around and i apologize i'm thinking of someone right now maybe who's watching that you're going through transitions that are maybe late life transitions maybe i i'm 54 as of tomorrow um so I've experienced this on some level and I know I will continue to experience this. Maybe you're later in the curve. Maybe you're earlier in the curve. Um, if your heart is beating and your lungs are breathing, then you still have a purpose. God still has a, a meaningful reason for leaving you on planet Earth. So tying your heart to him as your true habitation and strong refuge and then you're embracing your next assignment, releasing your previous assignments and embracing your next assignment is where your sense of stability and fulfillment and um, and and value is going to come from. You're valuable in him and you're valuable in the assignments he's given you. Doesn't matter if those assignments are as wonder-making as they were to peop- to other people in your life. Verse 7, I am as a wonder. Doesn't matter if other people drop their jaw. God may have you just move into obscurity. And if you don't need those other things if you need him most you can move into obscurity and you can be at rest in him i pray to be the pastor of emmanuel for uh, many years to come now what does that even mean i don't know 10 15 years i mean i I certainly not going to stay longer than is good for the church and i here's the thing i certainly don't want to embed my identity into um, having to continue in that identity to the detriment of others. Um, So even I need to be careful not to need a particular assignment, a particular title, a particular role. Um, And God is good to carry us through these transitions. And I think that's what we're seeing in the life of this uh, psalmist. So... I love where he says, cast me not off in the time of old age. And certainly that's a rhetorical request. There's no way God's going to cast him off. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. That's never going to happen, but the psalmist needs to say it. He needs to ask. He needs to cry out because that's what he's afraid of. That's what he's feeling. That's what his experience is. For my enemies speak against me. They lay wait for my soul to take counsel together, saying, God's forsaken and persecute and take him. There's none. To deliver him. We're going to park it right there because what the enemy says is not true. God is never forsaking you. God is never leaving you. And you are, as long as you're alive, you're meaningful to his purposes in your world. So go be meaningful today and enjoy him while you're at it. Happy Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow.